If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. What's up, family? It's Dr. Shonda. Listen, so many of you have been saying such great things about the podcast, and I'm appreciative of all the information and things that you guys share. So it is my pleasure to share dope conversations with you every single week, but I need your help. I need you to go into wherever you're listening to this podcast and rate the podcast five out of five stars. That's right. If you're not a hater, then go ahead into Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you're listening to this podcast, and go ahead and leave your girl a five out of five stars. Thanks so much. Hey, it's the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. (laughs) Thanks, ladies, for coming to take over. Yes, of course. Thank you for having us. We're so happy. For sure. We are. Absolutely. No, it was such a vibe uh, being with you guys uh, on the time where you guys had me. It was was really dope. Uh, Great energy together. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I need to have these ladies on my show. And I want us to talk about some, you know, ways that we can improve in our female to female relationships with one another yes that's what we do that's <laughs> what we do so yeah. we're happy yes. to chat we're the girls i'm excited <laughs> i'm here for it okay so obviously you ladies are a part of the uh it's called the unbothered network by jamel hill right yes mm-hmm. so you guys have had this podcast for how long have you guys have been having it this is our sixth year having it so we've had it for quite some time yeah we're Period. podcast at this point. Period. <laughs> Y'all are veterans. Yes. Y'all are veterans. And so, like, obviously, you know, this is something that you guys came together as friends and you developed. So can you kind of just first talk to us about who you are, what you do, and what helped you to transition into the, the inception of the Black Girl Vibrato podcast? Okay, so um, (laughs) have been friends for well over 10 years. We are sorority sisters and line sisters. So before, yes, girl. What sorority? So all my sorors, Skiwi, aka. (gasps) That's why I like y'all. Hey, sorors. It always works like that. It always works like that. That's why I like y'all. Okay, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. (laughs) All in the name of Ethel. Right. Yes, girls. we were always gang like well before we decided to be business partners we were best friends and like locked in that way um but Brittany started listening to podcasts before I did and she was listening to the my taught you podcast by my leak yes and she was like girl you gotta tap in and listen to this she's like dropping gems and I'm like girl what are you listening to and she's like a podcast and because I had never heard of it you know she was just putting me on and sharing like good girlfriends do and after I had listened to a few episodes I'm like Brittany I think we could do something like this because Brittany and I have really great chemistry people who come around us our friends our sorority sisters they love to be like in our energy and like hang out with us and we just vibrate off of each other really well. So one thing led to to another girl and we had a podcast and a little snowball uh, microphone up in my living room recording the first episode in December. And, you know, the goal was always, I think from the very beginning, we didn't really have like much of an intention, but it was always like share information, like um, liberate black women's voices and like be heard and be seen have a place where we felt understood and it just happened organically and we built a really amazing community where it's homegirl vibes you know people feel like they're right. listening to their homegirls and they're talking to their homegirls and we are they're homegirls in their head yes yeah. 
Yeah, like I feel like I, I get the homegirl energy anytime I'm around you, ladies. Mm -hmm. um, not only picking it up between the two of you, but also that's what you exude, and you you allow people to make you allow us to feel comfortable around you. Yes, yes. that's what we love. That's what we love. <laughs> that is what we love. There's a lot of different like podcasts in yeah. here that have co-hosts. There's a co-host dynamic, but the comment that we get most frequently is like, wow, you you both really feel like my best friends. And I think it's just because of the energy that we share together. Like someone, we were just out and someone told us, are you guys always moving like water? Yes, that was such a great <laughs> yeah. comment. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. We <laughs> I love that people yeah. can see like the seamlessness of your relationship, your dynamic. Yeah. Yes, they can. And I, when he said that, I was like, I never thought about it like that. But we do have a very um, synergetic like flow with one another. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just really beautiful that people recognize it because it's genuine. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can sense the genuineness of it and how genuine it is. Yeah. Amazing. I love that we're getting into this already. Um, so let's hop into the nitty gritty because you ladies know as women, sometimes we get a bad rap for when it when it comes to like maintaining female relationships yeah. and sisterhood. We do, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. We, we hear it all the time. Yeah. What do you guys hear? We hear that women are very demanding when it comes to friendships. Mm -hmm. um, women are fickle. Women put more uh, energy into their romantic relationships, so that's why their female relationships fall apart. We get messages all the time from different people that listen to the show, like, why is it so hard for me to maintain these friendships? What am I doing wrong? What can I do differently? So we hear it all the time. And whenever we have our friendship series, because we do one each year, we get so many comments. Like, those videos always do numbers because it's a topic that's really near and dear to people, you know, and it's really important. So we hear it all. I think that really is telling like the fact that people are are coming to you with these types of problems because it shows that this is a legit thing. Like this isn't just a, a us thing or just one individual experiencing this like collectively as women. Sometimes it's hard for us to maintain those those female relationships. Yeah. And I think the more we have these conversations, we can admit that it's a sore spot for a lot of us. Yeah. You know, sometimes we want female friendships, or but we don't know how to go about getting them. We talk mm -hmm. about trauma and how like sometimes we're wounded by these various yeah. relationships and we don't know how to move forward and still reconcile with the fact that like, there's still good friends out there and people who can meet you where you are and support you and like find your tribe. So mm -hmm. it's, it, you know, it takes a lot of awareness and just being honest that like, I do want good friends. I do want good women in my life. It's, I, I feel like sisterhood is so essential in a woman's life, you know, yeah. having that you can connect with that you can lean on that you can allow yourself to fall apart with like that is important yeah. you know what i mean and sometimes yeah. we value the 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 significance of friendship in our lives but we have to remember how essential it is to our mental health for our well-being for our joy you know like you have to have someone in your corner i love how you talk you guys are talking about like how essential it is because i don't think people realize like as humans we were never uh, we're, we're not by design. We're not supposed to be isolated and to live in isolation. That's where a lot of people experience like different like depressive disorders and anxiety and like a whole bunch of things can come out of that. That's why it is important to develop that tribe or that sisterhood uh, that you're looking for. And, you know, we're we could talk about this all day. I didn't even read the full question because we just kind of 
hopped into it. Um, but, you know, you guys already kind of alluded to what are some of the things that can impact us and our ability to maintain these relationships. And you guys kind of said trauma, like past yeah. relationships that have failed. Can you talk more about that? Yeah. yeah. Like, so all of us have experienced friendship to some capacity because most of our friendships start from proximity. Like when we're yeah. in grade school, we meet our little homegirls, you know, we hang out. And it's funny because as an adult, I've heard stories from like my friends' children say like, oh my God, this girl is being mean to me. So the trauma starts at a young age when you feel like, oh, I thought you were gang and now you've done something to offend me and mm -hmm. I'm hurt because I thought you were my friend. So even from a young age, we've had situations where we were in relationship with women and they did something that hurt us or scarred us. And now we're kind of jaded to the concept of friendship because it's like, yeah. wow, how could you do that? You know, I trusted you or I felt this way about you. And I think trauma also stems from like us feeling like friendship should be effortless because mm -hmm. we're told like, oh, it's just natural for you to make friends and for you to not have to put a lot of work into them and they just be what they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And then when we get into the relationships, we're like, um, this takes a lot of work. It does. <laughs> why are you, why are you requesting things from me? Why do right. I have to be dependable? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. And then that can just make people feel like, oh, this is too much. Friends are not for me when it's mm -hmm. like, that's normal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like all relationships require some element of effort. And we just have to be able to pour into that with people who are worth it. So yeah. I'm echoing, I'm echoing everything Brittany says. I think for as women, we have a really unique um, perspective because we pour a lot into our romantic relationships or we're willing to pour a lot into the romantic relationship and work really hard at meeting the needs of our partners. But then when it comes to friends, it almost seems like it's optional. Yeah. And mm. In our relationship, Brittany and I's relationship, and, and my, the friendships that I share with other women, it's never optional for me to pour into my friendships. It, it's just as important as my romantic relationship. Um, I was actually driving the other day. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I haven't shared this with Brittany, but I thought about how much of a partner she is to me. Like we always say that we're partners and we're soulmates. Yes. I have a romantic partner, but Brittany is really an integral part to like me living my purpose out here in this life. And I was thinking about the way I think about marriage with my yeah. partner. I'm like once I'm locked in with him, like, boy, you ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and I think about Brittany in that same way. Like I don't envision my life without her next to me or like by my side. Yeah. So be willing to do whatever it took for us to like maintain the relationship that we share with us it's definitely to the casket oh my girl they're gonna have to bury it lower right, till death do apart right yeah. <laughs> yeah but i think if we develop that same mentality yeah. towards our platonic relationships specifically the relationships that we share with other women like things it would be a game changer for so many of us for sure for sure how, how would you ladies say like it is with maintaining overall adult relationships with other women like what are some tips and strategies that you offer to some of your viewers I think that in this at this big age a lot of us have responsibilities and 
that goes without saying, but we can't yes. use our responsibilities and our other obligations as excuses to not pour into re to the relationship. So if you are a, a busy girl, like most of us are, and you are holding the role of mother and wife and colleague and, and all of the things, you know, just figure out a way that you have capacity and can make time for the relationships and be more than anything, honest and open, communicate with the people who are in your life. You know, if you are in a season of transition, you have to communicate that like, girl, you know, I want to come and be there for you in this moment. But like this other sh can I say shit? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this other stuff is <laughs> me, you know, and I have to be here to do these things. I think it's really about open communication and allowing yeah. yourself to be vulnerable with the people that you're in relationship with. That would be tip number one for me. Yeah, I that that definitely is number one. Number two, I would say just being intentional. Like mm -hmm. like Germany mentioned, we do have our different priorities that have to be higher at different periods of time. Mm -hmm. But being intentional does not go unnoticed. Mm -hmm. Hit sending a text message, picking up the phone, calling, setting something on your calendar, even if it's like two months away, the frequency may not be as often as it was before you had those different priorities and responsibilities. Yeah. But girl, I got to see you. Yeah. If we're in the same city, you know, I got to see you. And if we're not in the same city, let's do our essence fest. Where mm -hmm. are we linking up for the wine right. festival? Let's just make sure that we're intentional about carving out the time to exert that energy with our friendships, whatever mm -hmm. that looks like for you at the time. Yeah. And, and I, I think something else for us to just yeah. remember remember keep in mind is that it's okay if you have different friends for different things you know everybody you don't it's great if you have the homegirl that does it all like my girl here right but <laughs> also appropriate and okay if you have a few friends for a few things so release the pressure off one person to be everything that for you you know mm -hmm. what i mean like if you got a homegirl that you hit the wine wineries with great if you got a homegirl you wrote a church with if you got somebody you pray with somebody you know that's that's perfect allow yes. many people to serve many purpose purposes in your life you know mm -hmm. i think okay it's actually great yeah it's amazing because i think when we put all of our eggs in one basket uh we have more potential to be let down yes because there's no such thing as like the you know one person or one friend who can be your all your everything to you yeah. And so, what you know, all friends have different qualities and characteristics. So it's totally okay to have, you know, these are my church friends and these are my brunch friends. Like, that's totally fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unless you're a possessive friend like me. I'm not like, girl, sitting in here, <laughs> moving around to a, I but you, go to church too. Right? <laughs> you know, I like to brunch. But even that, right? Like, again, back to that open communication and being vulnerable and honest, uh, because I feel like we are to one another like a one-stop shop friend sometimes mm -hmm. it takes loosening my grip in our relationship to be like girl yeah go out with your friends if i'm not available go because i'm i'm not always available and i, I don't think that it should stop you from having fun or you know experiencing other dynamics of relationships like yeah go ahead and go right yeah. i'm clipping i will say that takes a certain level of maturity to get there though because i was that one possessive friend like oh you hanging out with them today <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a work in progress. But we now just, you're a doctor. Right. Well, I'm, not, that, well <laughs> I'm telling on myself, but this was probably during that period. Listen, it's yeah. a work in progress, though. It's a work in progress. Uh, right. I mean, you know, just understand what I have to realize. And what Brittany reminds me is that, like, I'm not in competition with any of her other friends. Yeah. 
our relationship is very special and unique and it can't be replicated or duplicated. And like, you just have to be confident and rest in the fact that like, what we have is special and what you and have is special. And, you know, them hanging out with other people is not going to threaten the relationship that you have. Right. Exactly. Run away left. No. Right. (laughs) Mary Jane. (laughs) So this kind of, this question kind of just kind of came to me, but just as we like have love languages for our partner, I wonder, could that be relevant for friendships and understanding how our friends receive love? Oh, I feel like we definitely have those, some of those same love languages. And then there may be some like special created friendship love languages as well. Like Mm. I feel like one of Jeremy and I's shared love language is experiences. Mm. Like we love to have a good time together. I mean, we love to do it all. So we share all the love languages, but Mm. There's some friends where it's like, that's your word for, word of affirmations, friend, where, you know, you can call her. She's going to gas you up. She's going to give you the energy that you need yeah, to go right. and be great. And then there's a friend where it's like, OK, you know what? This is my friend I kick it with. This is a friend who, you know, is down to do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. And then other friends who might be the one to show up friend. Like, I know if I got a flat tire, yeah. if I need her yes. to bring kids from school, you know, that those are all different dynamics and different ways that people receive the love. So I feel like definitely because I've had some friends where I'm like, um, the exchange isn't exchanging. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you get me and I don't, I'm not feeling like I get you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, there's that's definitely a thing when it comes to friendship. Yeah, for sure. We have separate best friends outside of one another. Brittany has her best friend and I have a best friend that we like grew up with from childhood. And I think that the relationship that Brittany and I shares is unique because um, we are single women, no children, Mm -hmm. unwed, if you will. And our time is just used differently than both of our best friends who are both married with children. And I feel like the love language that I share between my other best friend is completely different. It is more of a like, girl, can you pray for me? Yeah. Um, or, you know, let me pull up and spend, it's more quality time as opposed to experiences yes. because like, I'm meeting her where she is in her life. She has children. I like to enjoy all of them as a family. So I think just recognizing what your friend needs and, and allowing yourself to show up in that capacity will mm-hmm. also save a lot of heartbreak and heartache. It will. Because if I was looking from, at my quality time friend for yeah. experience. I will be let down. Yes. I will be like, girl, you're not showing up for me. But it's right. like, honestly, I'm showing up for you in the best way I know how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, so many gems being dropped. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Go um, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, Brittany, I want you to identify Germany's love language. So how, how she receives love. And then Germany, I want you to do the same for Brittany. Oh, that's easy. Germany is a words of affirmation girl. Mm -hmm. She receives love by encouraging her, uh, reassuring her that, yes, you are my friend. Yes, I love you. Yes, you're important. Yes, you're the best. Yes, girl, you're my number one. Yeah, (laughs) that is true. (laughs) Yes. Brittany is an acts of service girly. Please. Um, uh, (laughs) I think like many of us, Black women, independent, we can carry it all. It doesn't mean that we should. And I feel like a lot of times when I see her going through something and I just extend myself, even if she doesn't ask, I just feel like she really appreciates that when I'm like, hey, even if it's just like a little coffee or a little gift, like she was studying for her HR exam. Is it the Sharma? The Sharma. Sharma. <laughs> I'm terrible with things like that. But I, 
<laughs> she was studying for something. <laughs> having a really tough day. And I'm like, girl, I sent her a little little cash flow to get her a nice like a coffee that she would she like. Did. And I'm uh-huh. like, some of that special foam on top. Right. And it's just like little <laughs> things like that that I know she appreciates. So she's a gifts girly and she is an acts of service girly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Some of these things through conflict, honestly, because because yeah. the way that I am, I'm so direct in Germany. He's like, no, that doesn't work for me. I need you to I need you to come with some more words. And I'm like, Gentle. OK, <laughs> like, even approach. if it's telling a story, she'll be like, how was the date? And I'll be like, oh, it was cool. And she's like, OK, where are the details? Yeah. Let me lay it all out for you. Right. <laughs> I want to play by. Yeah. Like, girl, I want to be walked through. Yes. I, I feel like I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All the details. I need it. (laughs) You guys, so you alluded to like, it came through conflict, right? And so just kind of going in that direction, have you all ever experienced like conflict between the two of you? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. And how did it not impact how you do business together? Mm. Um, so because Brittany and I, we we have very great communication. I feel like most things that would m- maybe create such a division in a friendship where you would be like, ah, it just kind of fell out. We mm. nip in the bud really early. So if there's a situation like she sort of alluded to and mentioned, like Brittany's very direct, like she'll just say what she wants to say. And I'm very, I'm very sensitive and I can't always handle it the way she wants to give it. So it takes for me to be honest and say, Hey, it hurt my feelings, or I can't really receive what it is that you want to say when you talk to me like that and vice versa. You know, sometimes I have this way of being, would you say judgy? What do you want to call it? Judgmental. Judgmental. Mm -hmm. And she had to call me out on that. She was like, Yo, sometimes I feel like when you say you wouldn't do this and it's something that I am doing, it makes me feel like I'm being judged by you. And I was caught off guard and I was I could have gotten defensive. But yeah. in that moment, I had to just step back and like, this is a person that I trust. This is a, pers- a person that I value. This is a person that we share very intimate space and we can be honest with one another. And if they're telling me that I'm making them feel like this, then it's true. <laughs> like, right. I'm not going to. It's her experience and yeah. I have to honor it and be mindful that I don't say the things that I want to just like say, like flip off at the tongue. Mm-hmm. Really, It's like, let me pause, think about what I want to say and then approach it in a way that she can she still feel. Yeah. Better. And still feel honored. I don't want to fucking cut. Sorry. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to okay. cut my friend down. I don't want to cut my friend down. Like it's a person that I value. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, it takes for us to be very communicative, openly communicative yeah. with one another. It does. And I think we have more instances where we have to flex this muscle because we do business mm-hmm. together, too. So there's several things that come up where it's like can create conflict. It's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. this? I don't want to do this. I prefer it this way. I prefer it that way. So that I think that helps us strengthen our communication muscle when it comes to conflict because it can easily go to the left when it's like well I wouldn't do it that way but I think it goes back to just our synergy like we know that we're friends first and we want to work together instead Mm -hmm. of each other Mm -hmm. so we always have that at the forefront when we're navigating our friendship our business making decisions and things like that but there have been times where it's like you done pissed me off like we (laughs) (laughs) we were at our live show 
in New York and Germany was upset about something or just feeling disappointed about something. And I'm like, Germany, you being upset right now is just killing my vibe. Like, I don't want to talk about it. And that made her feel even more disappointed in her. So when we got back to our Airbnb, we had to really have a lemon squeeze. We yeah. had a lemon squeeze to figure out what was going on. Yeah, but in addition to like what Brittany mentioned that we want to work together and we want our business to thrive. Yeah. We put our friendship first, the business, but we always remember like our objective. We will remove ourselves completely from the business because really what we're doing is to serve the community, right? So it's like if it's something that we're planning a retreat right now and there's certain things where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And Brittany's like, it, it might feel that way to you, but not to her. And I'm like, right. <laughs> Community first, community first. So, you know, it's like putting our, e we don't have an ego when it comes to our business. And that's what I appreciate. You know, it's just like, what do you think would be best? And I think because we operate that way and we can mm -hmm. defer to one another, it's like, if if it's Brittany's strong area, I do not mind taking the back seat, passenger seat, getting in the trunk, whatever it is, you know, riding on the hood. I'm like, girl, drive. Right. And then vice versa. When it's something that I'm strong in, we like you know she lets me lead and we really defer to each other in that way and lean into each other's strengths that's what it is right so leaning into the strengths and basically you ladies are saying keeping in mind uh the purpose like this purpose is bigger than us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i love that um so i'm not sure if you ladies are aware but i have a twin sister yeah yes. so we're, oh. <laughs> okay. oh, is she also a star? yes <gasps> that is a line sisters <laughs> Love that it. makes it so cute. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So she, um, so we both actually developed a podcast not too long ago. Um, and it's also on Revolt. And so we're experiencing some of the same challenges y'all are talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. It gets sticky. It's like, oh, you want to do that? Oh, yes. <laughs> there was this, the last time we were in studio, there was something that happened that we, we disagreed on. Um, and so I'm like texting her in between our uh, episode recordings and I'm realizing my text messages aren't going through. And so I had asked her during our next episode recording. I'm like, yeah. So have you ever blocked anybody before in your life? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me she blocked. Yeah. And so I called her on air. <laughs> so oh basically my goodness. <laughs> girl no i'm like girl, offline combo <laughs> offline <laughs> yeah but not you but it, it was so cute because we were able to kind of like talk through okay like what's going on why do we need to change this because that wasn't it like you really that happens that happens right. sometimes the vibe is off that's happened before with us when we're recording and the vibe is off and brings like mm -hmm. and then i'll just have to say yeah the vibe is off so what are we gonna do about it get it yeah. together. let's get figure back. it out right. let's figure it out and yeah. i'm also uh i want to get to the solution i i want there to be harmony as soon as possible we can figure it out we can talk it out we can hash it out but let's get back to what we're supposed to be doing here yeah yeah that's important because it's like like y'all said like it's it's about the community like um and for that yes it's about us too yeah you're right it is um but you know you guys are great examples of what that looks like because i hear people say all the time like you can't be in business with friends and family like it's just something that can't happen yeah but you guys are dispelling that rumor but thank you <laughs> but I think also Brittany and I, we've made it really clear to ourselves and to the community that yeah. if ever our relationship, our friendship is compromised, we would lay this whole thing down. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will not like, work. Yeah, yet. because that's really the basis of which we show up and can be yeah. a big the community and put the content out because we're really friends we're not just co-hosts or two people who decided to just like oh you want to do a podcast sure i we're really locked in with one another so if ever it's threatened then it's just not worth Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's so important to value friendship over like the i don't know what to call it um career friendship over career friendship over business yeah Yeah. business aspect can get sticky especially Mm -hmm. the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. it's like girl who was here before this right like you know i was hooked up with you (laughs) (laughs) i love it so can you ladies talk to us about how to set boundaries how you ladies set boundaries and what that looks like even being business partners it goes back to that communication piece i think because our communication is so good like we're Mm -hmm. able openly communicate like I don't like when you do this so there's a boundary don't do that because I didn't like make me feel like maybe rethink your approach when you're deciding how to like intro the topic or even give your opinion maybe maybe wait till you have an invitation to give your opinion that will work better for me Mm -hmm. so that we can maintain the harmony although we're not going to be perfect but I think just the communication really helps us set our boundaries because everything is a conversation and there's never really a long period in between the incident and like setting the boundary. It's like, Mm -hmm. as soon as it happens or as soon as possible, it's like, girl, you know, when you did that, it it rubbed me the wrong way. So let's Mm -hmm. not do that again. And it's like, no, I got it. I won't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, is the communication. I think that's the, the foundation of even being able to communicate. My feelings were hurt. This is how I would like you to approach me next time. And sometimes the boundary is, is um, although boundaries should be verbalized very clearly, I think if you have a relationship where there's a lot of love and a lot of respect and a lot of intentionality where you can sort of pick up on the nonverbal boundary, like somebody's telling you I was hurt by this should already let you know how to maybe navigate it in the future. So sometimes Brittany will say something and I'm like, okay, yeah, noted. And there's certain things that I just don't weigh in on until, again, the invitation comes like, what is it that you're asking out of me? Do you want an ear? Do you want a solution? Do you want advice? What do you want? Because if you aren't requiring any of that right now, maybe it's not even appropriate for me to speak on it. You know what I mean? Just just allowing yourselves to openly communicate, strip back the layers, be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. say how you really feel, and allow the other person to then act on it. You know, that yeah. happens a lot, too, in my my other friendship. Sometimes I have a way of trying to ease a situation or avoid any conflict. And I don't allow a person to show up. Right. Like, I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't have to do that. You don't have to. I'm going to invite you somewhere, but don't feel obligated to come when truly it's like, girl, put it out there. Let the person decide what they want to do and act on it and then move forward, move forward accordingly. Yeah. Giving a person a chance to respond. I think discernment. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Too, Because um, I think it's easy for us because we know each other's heart. We know we're coming from a good place. And we know, like, the basis of our character and our how we operate. But if you have to set, like, some crazy boundaries with people, they might not be the best people to be in friendship with because 
we're like just communicating like how to make small adjustments to be more better harmonious friends. and better friends. Mm -hmm. saying, Woo, you really crossed me with that one. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where it goes a little too far where you might have to be like, um, is this person even really a friend? You know? Yeah. Once you have to really get to doing some. Like, girl, don't text my man after. Yeah. No, girl, hold on now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that's that's yeah. What's happening? Like, people... You that know, is. you know, where things happen and you feel like, well, you know, you did this and you did that. Like, it's not a boundary to say, don't talk about me behind my back or like setting right. those expectations right. to be evident in friendship. So, you know, veggie backing on Brittany's point, if you're setting some really crazy expectations, eh, really yeah. dynamic. Yeah. Is it right. really a friend or is it just good company? Good, good company. Come on. But how, how do you tell the difference between like, okay, is this an actual friend? And when is it time to end that relationship? Mm. Um, I go based off like how I feel. Like, again, mm. I'm a real big energy person and just assessing someone's character and just listening when people talk because they get to revealing some of the ways they show up in their other relationships too. Oh. And I'm seeing, oh. okay, I'm noticing some discrepancies in how you're showing up for me too. No integrity. So, right. So this is probably like a character thing. Like this is a you thing. And I don't think that we're really a fit. You know, I give it some mm -hmm. time. Sometimes you can see right off the bat that people just aren't a mix, might not be a vibe. But some people you get bamboozled and you, or maybe it's not even a bamboozling. Maybe you just thought that there was some chemistry there and that it's it the has the potential mm -hmm. to go somewhere. But as you get deeper and deeper into relationship with them, you're like, oh, actually, you should have been kept at the surface. Yeah. You know, so I just read the room. Yeah. And I think that's what you have to do first before you go trying to be friends with people is decide what what do you want out of friendship? Do you want vulnerability? Do you want good times? Do you want, you know, whatever it is that you're actually looking for in friendship and then let that be the foundation, you know, like yeah. your desired feelings. What is it that you're seeking out of this relationship? Because good company could be like your coworkers, right? Like you have a good time with them at work. You sit, you kiki, you have lunch, but they're not the people you're going to get in the trenches with. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, how you can distinguish it's just as somebody I like to hit up brunch with or we have a good kiki. We send some memes back and forth. What is the real substance of the friendship? Is there grace when something happens? You know, is there forgiveness? Is there ongoing conversations where you can be raw and vulnerable and call each other out and not it doesn't crush the relationship? Yeah. How do you guys bounce back after conflict? Like all of those will help you decide or be able to tell, is this girl for me or not? Yeah. Keep your right. Keep Say that again. Keep your antennas up. I love it. Keep the antennas up. I feel like on that note, and that goes back to the discernment that you ladies were talking about as well. Um, so this is good. I feel like so many people, they should have been writing notes, but I feel like they were taken in the gyms. Um, and really, this is are practical things to implement in friendships, yes. um, especially if you're in business with your friends. Yes. It doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but it yeah. does hard it doesn't we have a tendency to complicate things that don't need to be complicated mm. right i think it's, it's the messaging too that we get yeah. sometimes you got to quiet down the noise and just start moving yeah. a little more you know like sure. how does this person make me feel why are they showing up and yeah. then go from there i mean don't be delulu but <laughs> yeah know. and and don't hold on to things that are well past their expiration date yeah it's mm. 
Don't stay in a relationship or a friendship just because you don't want to be alone or you feel like if you've outgrown people and that happens because we meet people at so many different stages of our lives, you know, young children, college, colleagues, whatever it is, if you've outgrown the dynamic, it's okay for you to make space for something new. Come on. Even trees have to remove the dead leaves in order for something new to come. Period. Period. Circle of life, y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> I certainly appreciated you ladies for coming through. Of course. Of course. It was our pleasure. We'll be back. Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. And I'm serious about that collab. Like, we got to figure out something. Like, something. We yes, we are. Are. Yes, and Dr. Shonda in the streets. Y'all. Yes, you are. We Come are more. <laughs> and your Yes, we got to meet twin the twins. She's in, you guys are in LA, right? Yeah. yeah. She's in LA right now. She's um doing the red carpet at the ESPYs. Okay, We sis. need to link with twins. Right. We need to link up with twins. <laughs> yes. yes, for sure. Yeah. So, now nah, we're going to be in contact with some things we got coming up. Um, But let the viewers know where they can find you guys and what y'all have coming up. You can find us on Instagram at the Black Girl Bravado Pod or at our website, theblackgirlbravado.com. We have our retreat coming up. We have a mm-hmm. Unlocking Sisterhood retreat where we gather women who have the goal of just wanting to deepen connections, meet new women, deepen the connection with themselves. Mm-hmm. We had a great time on our last yeah. retreat, so I'm so excited about this one. Yes. I love that. Where's the retreat? It's going to be in Belize. It is. <gasps> Nice. Oh, that's going to be dope. When is it? May 4th through the 7th, 2024. We yes. just wrapped up our oh. first in El Salvador and it was amazing. So much good feedback and just a great time. People have made lifelong friends. Child. They have. Yes. They have. They have. So that mm-hmm. warms my heart. We're doing mm-hmm. the work. <laughs> yeah. Y'all doing the work of the Lord. Let me tell you. Y'all Listen. developing friendships. Like, I love this. <laughs> All right, Brittany in Germany, thank you again for coming in. Don't forget, guys, that we have a podcast episode that airs every single Wednesday at 6 a.m. And the video airs on Thursdays at 9 p.m. And don't forget, you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. God bless. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.